Welcome to the areas of the Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM, the program of course AM Inspirations with myself Muhammad Zaid Kasim and on technical duty this morning at Yabida Dixon Muhammad. It is 6.31 AM and inshallah we have an inspirational nasihad this time of the morning and we are joined by online by none other than Sheikh Ismail Kiran and Sheikh will be sharing uh, some wisdom for those who will be going on Hajj for the first time, some inspirational nasiha. So, inshallah, uh, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Uh-huh. How are you? And thank you for having me. Uh, no problem, Sheikh. It's great to have you. Shukran for taking out of your time to join us this I'm morning. Um, Sheikh, so for those going on Hajj for the first time, what are some uh, core aspects to keep in mind uh, at this stage? So, uh, yeah, just before they're leaving, because I know people are leaving from today onwards, so what is yeah. some core aspects to keep in mind? Okay, the first thing is, obviously, that um, to, have, to be focused. And that is that you are going with the Qudrat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to perform the fifth rukun of the Deen of Islam, and that is the Hajj. Mm-hmm. Right? Obviously, they've gone to their classes, etc., and so forth. But also, very important to keep in mind that do not see the Hajj in isolation of the other arkans. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us this fabric of a foundation on which to build our lives and here you are going on a journey a holy journey a sacred journey of the Qudr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and in fact if you see the connection between the five arkans with the Hajj being the fifth one it is like saying that the Shahada which underpins the fourth the Shahada is what we say the trust that I put in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that I build up from the cradle to the grave. The salah, my, my five daily times where I engage with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then of course the psalm, my commitment, the zakah, my accountability. And then of course the hajj is what we can say as, Allah, as Muhammad says, was Al-Hajju Arafa. That all comes together in Al-Islam, Al-Iman, and the Wal-Ihsan. The Islam, my proclamation on the basis of those four arkans, which I have been practicing for all my life up to this point in time, on the eve or on the point of my departure now to the holy city of Makkah and Medina. The Al-Islam, my proclamation, which I've made all the years in my community, in my area, etc. The Al-Iman, how have I internalized that proclamation? How have I internalized the evidence which I've so far gathered in my life? That really the Isan Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then of course, the Ihsan, the realization, the realization of the Haqq. And of course, brothers and sisters, that is going on Hajj now, what do you realize at this point in your life? You realize that this is a reality that I'm going. I'm going to see the Kaaba. I'm going to be on Arafah. 
ان شاء الله وذا قدره الله سبحانه وتعالى and of course how am i going to engage with people of cultures all over the world it is in fact a global reality check where allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to us wa atimu al-hajj wal lillah and perform the hajj and the umrah for none other but the sake of for the sake of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so that is that realization and also that engagement with the ambassadors of the Ummah of Muhammad Sallallahu from all corners of the world. It's also a global reality check, as I said. It's also a barometer of to check the tolerance level of the Ummah of humanity. And especially in these days, with such horrific deeds being done all over the world, etc., you may find hujats, you know, saying, um, you know, um, I didn't have such a good time, the interaction with the people, the mannerisms, etc. and so forth. But that's all part of this journey. This, to gauge the tolerance of the Ummah. And this strategy, the strategization that um, I work out for myself in order when Allah subhanahu grants me to come back to my family, my friends, my community, in other words, what value can I bring from that a barrier of Hajj which I have been allowed to perform to install into my community, inshallah? Um, inshallah, Sheikh. Um, Sheikh, coming to, to, to packing, well, what are the essential pieces that must be packed within the suitcase uh, for, yeah. the, for, the, for the first time, uh, Hujjaj? For, for them who are, are going on Hajj, some essential things, because sometimes we, we tend to overpack at times. Yeah. yeah, look, I mean, you, you hit the nail on the head there, you seem to overpack some, especially first time Hujjaj, you know. Um, once again, it depends on the individual. First and most important, you look, your clothes that you pack in. What I usually do is, uh, as the people say, one, um, it's on me, one is in my bag and one is in the wash. So three things are everything. If you want to take four along, no problem. It depends entirely on you. Mm. Comfortable slippers or shoes that can slip in and out. You're not going to have shoes to uh, have laces on the tip and so forth. Mm. Right? Then, of course, um, your overnight bag. Your overnight bag. Make absolutely sure that in your overnight bag, if you have any medicines, keep it in that overnight bag, mm. right? Make absolutely sure that in your overnight bag, you have a complete set of clothing. Because sometimes in Hajj, whatever, of course, it's much better now, your mm. luggage may get misplaced or lost, whatever, and there you are. So pack a complete set of clothing in your overnight bag. Very, very important, right? Then, of course, um, passport, important. Mm. Keep a certified copy of your passport of, uh, and your ticket, whatever, of both documents mm. separate from the originals. If you and your wife is traveling or you and your brother, whatever, let the one keep the copies, you keep the originals, whatever the case may be. Three extra photos, write your name and passport number on the back of the photo. If you're not traveling by card, 
then split your money, never walk around with all your money, etc. Right? Your toiletries, because of the strict security measures on the world airlines now, your toiletries you have to pack in a Ziploc bag to put in your big case. Right? Then, of course, a small towel, a toothbrush, spray bottle, and, and I would say at least three garments of each. Mm-hmm. You know, robes, socks, underwear, etc., and so forth. Mm-hmm. And if you want to uh, take along f- uh, for the travel some eatables, whatever, some dried fruits, some energy bars, etc., and so forth. Mm-hmm. Very little. Travel as light as possible because everything is in Makkah now these days and so forth. Mm-hmm. And of course, also food. If you're going on, obviously now it's on your hotels on a bed and breakfast basis. Yes. And like for lunch and supper because of, you know, our rent is quite miserable in terms of the exchange rate. So take along, you know, uh, respect foods, you know, the minestrone soups on the or the, the tuna packets, etc., all yes. seed and so forth. That can be a lunch, that can be a supper, and so forth, whatever, to make it easier for you, perhaps, financially on your pocket also. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, I don't know if I've covered everything there. So. Yes, um, so, so Sheikh, uh, you you mentioned now how the Hujaj should pack and how and yeah. how they should travel, travel light, yeah. etc. Yeah. So, yeah. once we reach uh, Makkah al-Mukarramah, after uh, departing from Medina and the Hujaj reach the yeah. Kaaba, what are some of the du'as that one can make to ensure that the Hajj reach uh, or the experience that, that full climax when it comes to the Hajj? Some, yeah. some du'as, inshallah. Yeah, you know, when seeing, you, you only see the Kaaba once for the first time. Right? So, there are lots of du'as to make. You can make a du'a in English. You can make a du'a in Arabic. Or whatever the case may be, what I usually tell the people, or the, uh, when I teach it, I say when you when you move into the haram the first time, Allahumma anta salam, right? Now, of course, you will not be able to go into or via the door of Bab Salam as the people did in the past because of the construction taking place in Makkah at the moment, and most of the accounts are on, on the other side. But nevertheless, wherever you go in. Allahumma anta salam. Right? We all know that. Then, when you see the Kaaba for the first time, very, a very good thing to do and to recite is Alam Tarakaifa. Right? Surat al Why? Because that surah was revealed to inform Muhammad sallam of what happened to Abraham and his big army, when they came to want to destroy the Kaaba and what happened to them. Yeah, um, Sheikh. Um, Sheikh, so when, this is when we enter the, uh, to, to see the Kaaba for the first time. And inshallah, we ask you to continue with that uh, explanation after the short ad break, inshallah. AM Inspirations. Welcome back to AIM Inspirations. Online we have Sheikh Ismail Kiran and Sheikh was mentioning that upon seeing the Kaaba for the first time, one of the, the, the good things to do is recite Surah Tulfil and Sheikh was giving an explanation. Sheikh, please continue, Min Fadlik. Okay. Um, just before I go into that explanation, just two things I remembered in terms of the traveling. No. The first thing is, because it's summer now in Saudi, it is advisable, especially for ziyarat, etc. and so forth, to take along also a 
a floppy white brim hat to cover your head if you don't wear, you know, the scarf and so forth, right? And the second thing is, because of the immensity of the volume of people, if you and your wife, or you and a friend, but especially you and your wife, already beforehand, you say to each other, look, if we go into the tawaf or the side and we get separated from each other, we meet at such and such a place, etc. Then we don't panic, raise us when we sit, etc. Two or three very important things to keep in mind, inshallah. Coming back to seeing the Kaaba for the first time, inshallah. Alam tara kaifa fa'ala rabbuka ashabil fil. Have you not seen what happened to the Sahaba or the companions of the elephant? In other words, you look at that, you recite that surah with meaning, and you ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Ya Allah, as Allah has protected this baytullah, this Kaaba, this stone, this cube, I ask in the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the protection that Allah has given us humanity, which is the Quran and the Sunnah, of Muhammad let us not negate that as a protection for us let us clothe us or cloak us with the protection of the Quran and Sunnah for the rest of our lives inshallah and then you go into the Tawaf and what is the Tawaf? we're moving in sync in synchronization around the Kaaba in an anti-clockwise manner be conscious of this hujaj, focus on this, as the planets revolve around the sun in an anti-clockwise manner, we revolve around the Kaaba in the clockwise manner, for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In other words, Muhammad sallallahu came to show us this ibadah that Allah has given us to perform, that we are aligning ourselves with the natural order of nature, which means the Quran and the Sunnah is that guidance so that humanity aligns itself with the natural order of nature. Mm-hmm. And from that tawaf, we then go to the sa'i. The sa'i, as Sayyidina Hajr moved up and down in search of sustenance for her son, Nabi Ismail salam, that effort that she made, we go into the sa'i after the tawaf to say, symbolically, the trials and tribulations, the tests that we are going to be confronted with in our life we are going to confront it with the energy that we draw out from our guidance as our following the Quran and the Sunnah of Muhammad Sheikh, um, just uh, in conclusion Sheikh, uh, some du'as or some things for those at home those family members who stayed at home who never went on the journey with their family members, what can they do to, uh, you know to feel part of, of the journey that the family members the, are embarking on. Right. The best is obviously we make to our for our loved ones every day, right? But especially on Hajj, the best to our in a practical format for our brothers and sisters from all over the world and family that's going on Hajj is that the day of Wukuf, inshallah, to fast. Hmm. To fast for the sake of Allah, to be in spirit with our brothers and sisters that is representing us at the World Human Rights Conference on the plains of Arafah. Because after all, why did Muhammad say, Al-Hajj Arafah, Hajj is Arafah? Because Arafah comes from the word Arafah, to know, to realize, 
to realize what is the state of the ummah in at present. What is the tolerance level of the ummah in at present? What is our contribution to my local ummah and of course the global ummah of Muhammad So the best dua that can be made but people not partaking physically in the manner of Ibad of Arafah is if we can to fast and of course to make dua that day any dua to make inshallah Allah make it easy for our brothers and sisters Allah give them a hajj makbul and makbrur inshallah and ya Allah bring them safely home inshallah so that they can add value to our community inshallah uh, shukran for that sheikh we say shukran to you for, for taking out of your time to join us this morning and uh, sharing some of that wisdom inshallah for our hujaj we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as sheikh has made dua to grant him a hajj makbul and a hajj mabrun inshallah and may they implement the knowledge that was parted within this morning inshallah shukran assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and shukran to the wa alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh have a nice day inshallah shukran same to you Listeners, that was Sheikh uh, Ishmael Kiran sharing some uh, words of wisdom for our Hujaj. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant him to implement that which he had parted with him, inshallah. Stay tuned as we return shortly.